Hello, dear people. Hello, it's Laura and Sosha again. And today we're going to conduct a girl series, yes. which the main topic is going to be... How to self-respect in the world that hates women. Yeah, and uh, as always, we are going to start with Sweets and Peters of the Week, and then Book of the Week, and then the actual topic. Laura, what is your sweet and bitter of the week? Well, the sweetest thing of this week is probably that my Thailand trip is coming up uh, in two weeks. I'm just going to explore it with my huge backpack and I can't wait. I, I just can't wait. I, I'm so excited to see all those beautiful beaches and just be back in Asia mm-hmm. because it has been so long and that's where I felt great last time. So I hope that feeling will come back to me uh, when I'm there. Uh, well, but the bitter of my week is the fact that I visited the pool with my friends and, um, well, I got a really bad sunburn. I usually use SPF and I always remember about it, but this time I really overdid myself and I, I just, just pain. I don't feel anything, it's just pain and I'm yeah. so fucking red. <laughs> She's so red. Yeah, I hate myself. <laughs> but, well, Zosia... Um, my sweet of the week, or actually the last week, but I'm still, uh, but I still want to talk about it, is my trip to visit my friend Martina, and I went uh, to her house for a week, and we did so many fun things. You can actually watch TikTok. I've met on this trip on our TikTok Dear People podcast, and yeah, uh, we went uh, stargazing, and we also. I swam in the lake and I had so much fun and it was actually the first time that I felt it's summertime because from the beginning of the of the summer I was just working and that was my first you know days off so um, it was very very fun it's so nice that you've managed to reconnect finally yeah and meet again the next time limit will be on my 21st birthday Yay. in October. So. <laughs> and the picture of the week is the fact that I cut my really long hair. And they were long. They were the longest hair I've ever had. And I've done that because I was too hot. <laughs> to handle. <laughs> yeah. And I'm still not sure how I feel about them. They're not bad. And they were actually quite cheap because I changed my hairdresser, <laughs> so good for me. But yeah, I'm still trying to, you know, feel myself in them. Uh, but it's been only uh, only a day, so. I've heard that the the hair shape and how they look mm-hmm. later uh, can even take a week for your hair to adjust to the new length. So. Okay. Okay, so we are praying. Maybe today's <laughs> maybe today's bitter will be next week's sweet of the week. Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe I'll become even hotter. <laughs> okay, now book of the week, Laura. So yeah, as today we're a girl talking, we've mm-hmm. decided to choose a books which are about girls and women. And my book of the week is She Said by Judy Cantor and Megan Thoey. Sorry for my pronunciation. And, well, it's a book about Harvey Weinstein's uh, 
well, yeah, his process, his trial, and how he was uh, treating women through he, throughout his career. If you are not familiar with the case, well, he used to create stars and destroy them. He was uh, setting careers on track or, and everything like that. And there were many rumors that turned out to be true that his help was not selfless and women were making careers, but they were paying for it to him uh, with their bodies. So this book is a record of the whole journalistic investigation which uh, was made by these authors in New York Times and they won a Pulitzer's Award. So I believe that it shows that the quality of the investigation is very well conducted. And it also shows how hard it is to make an investigation and be racing with other newspapers with similar news stories, how hard it is to stay in touch with people who used to be interviewed and how we want to portray them in our story and also how to deal with Weinstein himself because he reached out to them, he was trying to stop the article from coming out but the, the whole newspaper and these journalists were very, very strong. They had a lot of support from their bosses and everything, so good for them. Uh, however, I didn't like the part when they were talking about the politician. Uh, I don't know, it was the US politician and one of the victims who was trying to fight him. Uh, I felt like it was drifting away from the main plot mm -hmm. and I also couldn't like um, feel the problem like maybe because well it, it is definitely it is a problem but it's hard to relate it for me because I don't think we have many of cases like that happening here yeah. and it was very I felt like we were talking about Weinstein and he's the main character, the main bad guy. And then there is suddenly a politician which is not, who is not referred to the uh, film production and the whole movement and it was a bit off. But yeah, it, it was interesting, but it was a little bit away from the Weinstein part. How about yours, book of the week, Zosia? Uh, my book of the week is actually a fantasy book. It's a book written by a non-binary author, Siran J. Jha. And the book is called The Iron Widow. And it was so good. I have to read you the summary. Uh, not the summary, the description, sorry. Mm -hmm. um, the boys of Huasia dream of pairing up with the girls to pilot Chrysalis, sorry, but the, the name is really, really hard. Uh, giant transforming robots that can battle the mecha aliens that lurk beyond the Great Wall. It doesn't matter that the girls often die from the mental strain. When 18 years old Zitian offers herself as a concubine pilot, it is associated uh, to, with the ace male pilot responsible for her sister's death but she gets her revenge in a way nobody expects it. She kills him through the physical link between pilots and emerges from the cockpit and she is labeled as Iron Widow, a much feared and much silenced kind of female pilot who can sacrifice boys to power up these robots. So the whole book is about, you know, the fact that um, the world chose to sacrifice girls in order to make boys stronger mm -hmm. and in order to, you know, 
fight aliens. Very, very Chinese and yeah. very Asian point of view, right? Yeah, and yeah. Um, this book is about feminism, sure, but it is mostly about women's rage. And as Anya Taylor-Joy once said, we get mad. And that's how mad the main character was. And she was ready to sacrifice everything just to get revenge. And, um, you know, I support women's rights and I do also support women's wrongs. So it was actually fun. And um, I think this book is, is new. It's something that I've never read before. Um, it's something that even the, the, the love part of the mm -hmm. book, it was uh, Polly Mori. So it was first time I've ever read a book with, with that kind of love triangle where mm -hmm. all the <laughs> people end up together. And yeah, I had so much fun reading that and I can wait uh, for the second part of the book coming out next year. So I recommend that. Okay, <laughs> now we can go to the main topic. Yeah. Our main topic of today's episode mm -hmm. is how to self-respect uh, yourself in the world that hates women. And we're mostly talking and mm -hmm. basing uh, our uh, interview on the article which was published on psychcentral.com. And the title of the article is how to regain your self-respect and why it matters. And uh, well, I'm not seeing the author in here, but uh, it was medically reviewed by Karin Grepp. Yeah. So if you are looking forward to reading it, uh, these are the credits and let's just now go to the topic of today's episode. Um, let's start with the definition of self-respect. What is even self-respect? Um, to us and the people that also wrote the article, um, self-respect is knowing you are worthy and treating yourself accordingly. That means that you know your value and you will not settle for less. You will not settle for people who are treating you poorly. Poorly, yeah. It's about loving yourself, treating yourself with care. I always feel like I'm self-respecting others more than mm -hmm. I do. But sometimes I run into people that <clears throat> they feel very, very bad about themselves. I'm like, why? How, how, how is it even possible, right? Yeah, sometimes people and mostly I would say young people have this really weird attitude that they treat themselves worse that they treat their enemies yeah. and yeah. I sometimes feel like we like people specifically sometimes reach the level of I don't know God complex and mm -hmm. feel oh my god I'm so great I'm so good mm -hmm. I just can't I, I, I can fight God but like 10 minutes later they are just at the bottom right yeah, I feel like I feel like it happens way too too often. Me with the new hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a like, really fun story that inspired me. I'm not, not, not sure if it's fun, but that inspired <laughs> me to, to you know, create this episode, to think about the self-respect a bit more. And um, okay, so as you may know, I work in a publishing house and we published a Toni Morrison book whose title in Polish can be translated to self-respect. 
and I remember clearly that I decided to not read it at the time, oh sorry, uh, because I thought it would make me decide to not hang out with the boy that I hang out at the time, <laughs> and now I'm like, girl, be for real, like, <laughs> the concept, like, I decided not to read a book about self-respect because it would make me think more about the situation I was in, and and it's actually really messed up and even now you know i miss him sometimes but then i think about it from different perspective and i do this thing in which i think if i would let my friends be with someone like him um and you know yeah i i i see i would say i would never let my friends near them yeah yeah and it's also a really good um, system to, you know, know which person is good or mm -hmm. bad if you will let your friends hang out with them or people yeah. you love. And yeah, so that's, that's the story. I decided not to read this book in order not to... But did you finally thing. read it? No, and <laughs> actually not, but... I, you know, come to the terms of self-respect on my own. And okay. I decided that oh, maybe he's not the, the greatest person I know. <laughs> the other question we wanted to ask is why women tend to... Uh, well, no. Why women tend not to self-respect ourselves, but also each other. So maybe now the first part. Why we are not respecting ourselves? Yeah, and... I've also thought about it a lot mm -hmm. and I've got to terms that um, it is easy for us to fall into relationships with people who do not respect us because it feels familiar. Mm -hmm. It is how it has always been and we have not been respected by our fathers, by our brothers, by our grandparents and that's why when we look for a boyfriend, we feel comfortable with the ones that are not respecting us, with the ones, ones that do not support us and uh, do not encourage us to participate in things to make our dreams come true. And the ones that never said that they are proud of us and the ones that focus on how we look and want to dictate us what we can or cannot do. Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, I think that's the patriarchy thing. I wanted, when we were talking and thinking about grandpas, uh, you've already yeah. heard the story, but uh, a few weeks ago, my grandpa, uh, he's getting old and he's getting rude and it's very weird and I don't, I don't get how it works, but actually it works like that. And a few weeks ago, he told me that I should uh, shower more and just be more clean. Well, I'm not like a hobo or something like that. Like, so yeah. Zosha can tell. <laughs> She's actually clean. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this really threw me off. And well, at that time, I just said, why are you talking like this? Like, I'm perfectly fine. And he said that I should look clean and nice because my boyfriend is at home and he's looking at me. And, well, you know, I know that it's so dumb and so rude to tell something like that. And I wouldn't tell it to a stranger. And he said that to his own granddaughter, right? And, uh, and it just felt so, so wrong. And, and I know that he was sucking shit and bull it was bullshit. But I was just starting to think about myself. And is really something wrong with me? 
and should 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 I I don't know take care of myself more and I I wouldn't say that I don't know I'm showering once a year <laughs> or something like that I don't know it 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 felt horrible and yeah that's that's the point of view how our fathers grandfather the grandparents are trying to force it on us yeah and um it actually reminds me of the song labor by paris paloma it's mm-hmm. a beautiful uh song about about women and how they are treated and um what you said is actually reminds me that um for most of our um childhood we are treated like maidens mm-hmm. like um we've been taught that we are the least important uh persons in the world we were taught that we cannot act up so we wouldn't piss off our fathers we were told to clean up after our brothers and we were taught to not defend ourselves from the comments of our grandfathers Mm -hmm. and even the like really um daily things like after dinner um it's really something that i've noticed in my house and this is so like yeah, i know what you're going you to have say. to you have to clean the table while the men sit on the couch and, and watch they're TV. watching tv yeah it's so so annoying and my last time it happened at my grandma's uh i saw my cousin she's like uh in high school now. i think she's at the beginning of high school and we're always helping and now she's joining because it's her age right she's Mm -hmm. in the age where you should help and her brother is just with the guys and everything and she's helping us and just breaks breaks my heart like we don't like it's natural for me to you know clean up the table and men are just sitting yeah Mm -hmm. they do not especially when it comes to the family events i feel because well i live with a man you (laughs) but like in our households, we're mostly separating like qu- uh, like our chores and tasks. And I even saw a diagram a few weeks ago when it was showed which chores at house are made by men, by women, and what were they doing both. Mm-hmm. And the man was, I don't know, taking out the garbage, sometimes cleaning the dishes, and I don't know, let's say vacuuming. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the mutual part, I don't remember what was laundry and taking off laundry. And then there was a women's part. Of course, the women's part was like the biggest. Uh, But when I was thinking how we are doing it in our household, I well happily accepted that in our household we're doing most of the things mutually. Sometimes he's doing it, sometimes I'm doing it. And I hope I can just go with it. I don't know mm-hmm. if I ever have a, a child, boy or girl or whoever they want to feel uh, and to be and I'm not just I can I can just, you know, let my child be like that. Yeah. Like just sit on the couch if I if I have a boy or I just and have a girl and make her work around the house. Like no. <laughs> I remember that also when we were cleaning the house on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom cleaned the whole house and my father only cleaned the bathroom downstairs it was a really small bathroom and after time he even got too tired to clean this king bathroom Mm -hmm. and i was you know it was yeah Mm -hmm. it was my chore from now on and it was really up to me that whenever we had to do something at the house 
he actually went for a walk every <laughs> single time. He was the most walking person in the whole village. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we're drifting away from the topic, so maybe let's go back and why women tend not to self-respect each mm-hmm. other. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know, I, I really don't like it when yeah. I don't know... I specifically I see it when there is a Facebook post and the woman is talking about the man who was staring at her or he was masturbating in front of her on the bus stop or something like that and there are comments of other women who are talking why didn't you come to go to the police or why didn't you scream or why didn't you take a photo or something like that I feel like this is where I see the disrespect to one woman to another, like in the worst possible picture I, I can, like... I also believe that it actually comes from the fact that they were not respected. And yeah. we, are, we were not taught how to respect mm-hmm. ourselves and each other. We have to respect men, but mm-hmm. not women. And maybe there is also the, the mechanism. I don't know, I've saw the men online, but the boss is yelling at the man, the yeah. man is yelling at the woman, and I don't, I don't know, the woman is yelling on the child, the child is yelling at the cat. But maybe in this chain system, it's a little bit different. The woman yells at another woman. Yeah. And that's how we just spread the this kind of hate and disrespect. But I, I just... I hate it. <laughs> we all should go to therapy. I actually strongly believe in the girls support girls again. Like I, in the word so negatively said mm-hmm. on women, it's important to find allies. Yeah. And I actually admire my friendship that are with women mostly. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe that they are the strongest one because mm-hmm. we are experiencing the same things. We can talk about things that um not women would not understand and we've been through the same shit and we are the only ones who understand each other that's why i think that if you don't have the strength to to you know um respect yourself at this time try to respect other women then they will respect you and then you'll learn to respect yourself yeah and the last one, how to know your worth. Let mm-hmm. me just remind you that uh, these are tips going from the article from Psych Central, and ha- which title is how to regain your self-respect and why it matters. So the first tip, which we are also believing it may be useful, is try to revisit your values, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, Values are beliefs about what's important or desirable in your life and you just cannot uh, forget about them. For example, you may need, I don't know, tolerance, loyalty or wisdom and just just remember about them and try to conduct them into your, I don't know, daily life, right? I also call this, this part um, self-reflect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in order to self-respect yourself, you have to um, give yourself a few hours to self-reflect. Literally just think about your life, think about your relationship. If you ever encounter a thought that some kind of your behavior or reaction literally cringe you, like sometimes <laughs> movie cringes and we need to walk around the room, that's a red flag. Yeah, and Zosia kind of touched the other tip, which is consider taking inventory of your relationships. Mm -hmm. Uh, 
um, well, I used to, for, for example, I used to date a guy and, uh, well, it was a time he lost his job, he wasn't doing anything, he wasn't making his, uh, I don't know, qualifications look better and I just saw that he was, like, going to the dark hole and not going into a job. I was trying to support him, I was trying to help him with looking for a job, I was trying to make him do stuff, but he didn't want to. And I thought, wow, I need to I need to run away. And because I just saw I wanted to move in with this guy uh, to the other city. And when I was thinking about it, that I would just have a beautiful flat with him and I would be the only one cleaning, <laughs> cooking, working and studying and everything. Uh, uh, it just, it was just too scary. And I broke up with him and I'm now the happiest person ever with, I don't know, maybe not the cleanest apartment in the world, <laughs> but well, me and my boyfriend are making everything we can just to have a healthy lifestyle and everything. So it's important to think about yourself, make some kind of inventory of your relationships. Yeah, and also um, I wrote um, something down. It's who's your number one in your relationship? Mm -hmm. And if it's not you, that's again a red flag. Because putting yourself first is not an act of narcissism. It's a sign of self-respect. Because you cannot be in a relationship that you feel bad in, that you have to make yourself smaller in. And relationships are a bonus to your life, bonus to your person. They are not defining you. They are just there and you can always resign and yeah back out and well you're done when you're doing your thinking and when you're done with your thinking you can always try to focus on activities you enjoy because it always always helps right when you're doing it it's scientifically proven you're endorsing uh well i've lost the word endorphins endorphins yeah and it's always good to start a new hobby or read a new book or start a blog or vlog or, or learn to cook and yeah you just have to focus on doing your hobby right yeah and also um don't blame yourself like um that's a, that's a new tip <laughs> you're not respecting yourself and putting yourself in a position that harms you and harms your dignity is not your fault. It's a consequence of decades-long patriarchy. And also, do not blame yourself for making a mistakes, just like human mistakes. Um, making them is natural, and it do not make you a worse person. Mm -hmm. um, if you learn from your mistakes, it even makes you a better person, I would say. Yeah. And these are all the tips we kind of uh, find useful. If you have any others, feel free to share with us. And well, I think we've reached out the end of our episode. Yeah. See you in two weeks. See you. Bye.